hey, everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, with my best friend and co-host, Jose Angel, where we talk about your favorite celebrities or most likely least favorite celebrities. We are back from our hiatus. And if you can't tell by the introduction, very, very rusty, (laughs) very rusty. And um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Jose, how have you been? I've been great. Some of us are more rusty than others, it seems like. (laughs) I would like permission to not be judged. Uh, (laughs) And it has been granted. So thank you. You're so welcome. Uh, Yeah, um, we've been off for a couple weeks. I got a new microphone that even picks up squirrels pissing in the backyard. So um, you might be hearing a lot from my side, but that's what we like. Yeah. Clear sound audio. We're upgrading. We're moving up in the world. Moving on up. So um, today, uh, Jose is uh, presenting his case to the courts, a.k.a. me. So (laughs) who are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the patron saint of cancellation herself, Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Not the patron saint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Lindsay was canceled before cancellation was even a thing. Oh, yeah. Definitely before we gave it the name. Yeah. We'll be talking about her brushes with the law, her partying days, and some of her career milestones. Oh, my God. Okay. You know, I I, I love a Lindsay Lohan scandal, or at I, least a, a overview if we're not going to be, you know, talking down on my girl. I do want to give a huge thank you to everyone who voted for this episode. Millions upon millions of people. Yes, yes. Also, a shout out to one of our favorite podcasts, Hits Don't Lie. They sort of inspired this episode. Oh, yes. They, Aaron and Jacob discussed Lindsay during their episode, People Who Shouldn't Have Released Music. And while I fall more on Jacob's side that Lindsay would make her great return and 2022 would be her year, <laughs> I think you probably fall more on Aaron's side where that's not going to happen. I mean, here's the thing. This is what I'll say. I am a Lindsay Lohan supporter. (laughs) That's all. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I don't know if 2022 is going to be your year, but I support her. (laughs) We're rooting for her. There you go. That's what, that's all it is. I just, I don't know. We we have to see what the cards look like, but I, I definitely think that, um, She's had it. She's had it tough. So hopefully by the end of this episode, we can decide two things. Was Lindsay unjustly tossed out of Hollywood? And is it possible for her return or is her history too much? Okay. This is what I like to hear. Mm, Deep thinking. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan was born July 2nd, 1986, making her a cancer. So... Mm. We got a water sign here, an emotional being, not trashing the water signs, but I'm just putting it out there. But yeah, definitely emotional as hell. Yes. Lindsay's parents are Dina and Michael Lohan. Dina was a Wall Street analyst and Michael ran a pasta business and was an investment banker. I never found out what happened to the pasta business. It's always referred to, but nothing happened. Like, 
I don't know if he sold it, if it went out of business. I don't know. A pasta business. That's all it says. Pasta business. I'm like, what are they making pasta? Is it, is it a restaurant? What do they mean? Yeah. Like y'all making rigatoni, y'all making dishes, you shipping it out in boxes. Pasta, pasta business is very vague. Yeah. Sounds like money laundering. If you, if you're asking me, (laughs) sounds like some money's getting cleaned. Uh-huh. At just three years old, Lindsay is put to work. Damn, when you she... say it like that, it's true. It's true. Because that's that's really how I feel. How it was like she was just put out there, and she kind of became the breadwinner for the family. Oh yeah, definitely. She worked as a commercial actress and model. She appeared in over sixty television commercials and over a hundred print ads. That's a lot. Some of those being Wendy's, Pizza Hut, The Gap, Toys R Us. And in 1994, she appeared in a Jell-O grape commercial with enemy and former subject of the pod, Bill, former funny man, rapist Cosby. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, the Jell-O. My dumbass is really about to say Bill Cosby. <laughs> That's his whole Bill fucking Cosby brand. Jell-O? <laughs> uh, That's what all those jokes have been about. <laughs> You can find the commercial on YouTube and the damn jingle has been stuck in my head. It's like kids go ape for a jello grape. And it's just like a <laughs> stupid rap. Hey, kids go ape for the jello grape. Send the kids go and about to twerk. That's what it sounds like. Don't 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 okay, I'm done. In 1998, Lindsay gets the role in Parent Trap where she's playing two characters, twins. Oscar worthy, if you ask me. It did mostly well, but I think it's one of those movies that gained popularity over time. I would definitely say, yeah, that. Well, I wouldn't know the box office, but I would definitely say more people watched it as adults than I would as as, as a child. I feel like for me, it was a staple in my childhood and everyone around our age has seen it and loves it. In 2000, Lindsay does a TV movie called Life Size with Tyra Banks. That's I another never saw one. That. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah, that I really wanted to watch it as a child because it had Tyra Banks in it and it had Lindsay Lohan. And I thought it was going to be a great movie. But for some reason, whenever we went to family video or any of those video stores back in the day when, you know, video stores were popping, it was always sold out. So I just was like, yeah, I saw it. No, one I didn't see that shit. Because all you have to do is you just had to say you saw a because the thing is, out of all the Lindsay Lohan movies, people weren't talking about life size that much. So if you said you saw it, everybody was like, OK, girl, yeah, she life size. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sister used to be like obsessed with that movie when we were kids. Really? Damn. It must have been. I, I got to revisit. I feel it's one of those movies, though, that has become bigger after it's released. Same with Parent Trap. Mm hmm. Lohan's home life was not all that stable. Her parents separated at the beginning of her career when she was three. I don't know if it was before or after she started modeling. And for years, they had an on-again, off-again, on-again type of relationship. Her father, Michael, spent 1990 to 1993 in prison. He was investigated for insider trading, but was held in criminal criminal contempt because he says he refused to name names in court. Yes, especially his partners in the pasta business. (laughs) So Michael Lohan's not a rat. When he was released in 1993, he was put on five years probation. 
1997, when Lindsay was filming The Parent Trap, she had an asthma attack and was hospitalized. Michael flew to see her. And when you're on probation, you need permission for those types of things. You can't just leave the state. So he went back to prison for a year. Damn, ain't that tough? You're trying to be like a a semi-decent father and you get punished. Damn, that That probation shit is tough. Yeah, if that's true, that's a really shitty situation. Yeah. But I don't really believe anything Michael says. Well, he is in that wink, wink pasta business. <laughs> and Michael's criminal history comes in a little later as well. But just for chronological order, that's all we're safe for it right now. Okay. 2002, Get a Clue comes out. 2003, she stars in Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. Hey. Did you see that one? <laughs> well, I feel like you said that a little sharply. <laughs> uh, yes, you know, I love uh, Lindsay, love Jamie Lee Curtis. I will say this um, people really love Freaky Friday. I think it's okay. I, I think I've rewatched, I think I've seen Freaky Friday like two and a half times in my whole life. It's a, it's a good movie. It's, it's not my movie, though. You, yeah. know what, you, know, you already know what my movie is. <laughs> I thought it was life-size. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I could have sworn we had a conversation about it before. You know what's so funny? Because we have went through so many phases of our friendship, I probably did have a lying phase with you. And I probably did tell <laughs> you beginning. that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> that Man, solidified was... our friendship? I don't even know anymore. That's true. But I had to, I had to get you on my team. <laughs> And you were a tough nut to crack, you know? So uh, I had to say anything to get you on my side. 2004, Lindsay Lohan turns 18. And this is kind of the beginning of the end for her. Damn. It also marks one of her biggest movies. Really a modern classic, Mean Mm. Girls. This is arguably considered her best or biggest movie. People quote Mean Girls all the time, and I think it'll be one of those movies that people love for a long time. Like a hundred percent. I don't think I could. I think I could have watched Mean Girls any time in my life and thought that was the best movie ever. Yeah. Definitely a great one. Two thousand four, when she first is also when she first moves out and moves to California, and this is when she starts getting more into the party scene. August third, two thousand four, Lindsay is in a car accident. On the sources I could find, it does not say she was intoxicated. It was a head-on collision. And on February 2nd, 2005, Lindsay is sued for personal in a personal injury lawsuit. I couldn't find if it was settled or a resolution of this case. I don't know if it just was not reported because usually the outcomes are not as reported or if nothing came of it. Mm, sounds like a settle out of court between the lawyers type deliation. Yeah. If you ask me, you know, if, especially if it wasn't no um, criminal offense attached, like she was operating while intoxicated or her license was suspended or something like that. Yeah. She just so probably was not possible. paying attention. 2004, Michael, Lindsay's father, gets into a fight with Dina's brother. So Lindsay's uncle at her younger brother's first communion and he's arrested for domestic violence or it says the actual charge is attempted assault which i don't know 
Peyton attempt assault. It's either assault or it's not, isn't it? Well, um, it sounds like he was charged with attempt assault. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to bow out on this one, but I don't know. That does kind of sound a little flimsy. Like, well, no, I mean, people. Like, I get attempted murder. Like, you try to murder them, it didn't happen. But if you try to assault someone, either happens or it doesn't. It just, it, 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 the charge doesn't make sense to me. I feel like maybe it should be a different one, like intimidation or threatening or something like that. Maybe if he didn't solve, I don't know, but you're right. I don't know. We can deep dive this later. (laughs) And while he's waiting for that to go to court, he's actually in a car accident and he's intoxicated. So he goes back to prison. Uh, He got a problem. (laughs) December, 2004, Lindsay's music career starts. Her first album speak comes out and her second album, a little more personal raw comes out my favorite song is confessions of a broken heart or daughter to father oh you better say it same Same here (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what (laughs) speak on it speak on what i'm i am speaking i'm speaking that do you not hear me (laughs) Uh, but i agree it's about her relationship with her father and the video her younger sister Allie and two actors portraying her parents are in it. And it's pretty much about her father abusing her mother. Yeah, I definitely kind of, I don't know. This is when I started to get more into the Lindsay Lohan personal life stuff. Because, you know, I did see the pictures of her party and and, then everybody criticizing her. And all the whole Michael and Dina Lohan in the news more than her sometimes. So, yeah, um, I definitely understood the concept of the video when I saw it. And I, for some reason, it just really did just touch me. And I, I did because oh, you talked about hits don't lie. And they talked about the song Rumors. I had never even really heard Rumors before, but I had heard Daughter to Father. <laughs> and so I was expecting that song when they brought up Lindsay Lohan. But yeah, that uh, that was the one and only song I liked and heard from Lindsay Lohan. And I was like, bitch, you better sing that shit. Sing your pain out. It reminded <laughs> me of like a, um, what Pink did with Family Portrait, which is another song I love. Okay, before we move yeah. forward, I was reading the reviews on Daughter of Father. And they weren't that good. Like, especially the ones from back then. Like, people would say it's trying to be deep but it's not and they were i wish i would have wrote the guy the guy's name down he reviewed it but he just said oh why put write a letter it's poetic but wouldn't an email be faster or a text message and it's like it would be but if she's doing this from personal experience her father's in freaking prison idiot like he can't Exactly. And she's expressing herself like, God damn, ain't that what music is? Yeah. Bitch, if <laughs> I, if everybody sending emails and letters, we ain't had no music then. I, it's like they were just like nitpicking and it's like, they just didn't like Lo- yeah. Lindsay. And it was the it was the era of criticizing Lindsay Lohan. And not just Lindsay, but all those young women stars. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they was all kind of getting it. One of the lyrics were. I wait for the postman to bring me a letter. And Michael did write a letter. But instead of a personal letter, he, of course, mails it to the New York Daily News. Like the like the sewer rat 
that it is. <laughs> exactly. Like because what is your problem? You've been a shitty father because you've been inconsistent. And then instead of reaching out to your daughter personally to resolve that relationship in a healthy uh, manner, let me just let me just let me just mail some of my feelings and my my notes and thoughts to a fucking newspaper. Anything Michael Lohan has done has been in the public eye. like And in if, the personal interest of itself, it seems. Yeah, it's like it's nothing for Lindsay. Anyway, that's why you can kind of see why they broke up. Well, they I guess they kept getting back together, but they started to really fracture when she gets successful as a child actress slash model or whatever you want to call it. That yeah. money comes in and starts clouding your brain. You start thinking you're more important than you are because your daughter's bringing in the cash and you control her at that point. Around this together. time, Michael and Dina do divorce. Officially? Yeah. October 5th, 2005, now 19, Lindsay is another crash. Again, this one seems to be while she is sober. Okay, these motherfuckers got to get on public transpo. <laughs> Wait, y'all, y'all, the cars is not y'all's thing. Let's just let's We're, start riding bikes. Let's listen, listen to the report first. Oh, shit. Okay, tell me. According to eyewitnesses on the scene, Lindsay is shopping around 4 p.m. She is, of course, being followed by paparazzi, and they are taking her picture. When she goes mm-hmm. to leave, they start following her. And Lindsay is sitting in her car, unable to move because the paparazzi are blocking her. And witnesses say she is yelling, get off. So that sounds to me like they are on her car, unable to move. And when she does end up moving, the paparazzi end up chasing her. And she crashes into a car that is turning. When she she crashes, she runs from her car into a nearby store. This is assumed to get away from the paparazzi, not as a way to flee the crime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) She's just trying to get away from the cameras, but essentially she is fleeing a crime scene. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, she's staying in, like, the location, and everyone knows where she went. The first one, there's not enough information. But I think on this one, we can say Lindsay is at fault, but not 100% of the fault was placed on her. Yeah, you would have to, if there was ever footage, you'd have to see that. But, yeah, it sounds, and if you if you see the video, because paparazzi used to be very aggressive in those days they used to lay on the cars i mean hell exactly there was a paparazzi that chased down michael jackson's ambulance to get the picture of him while he was being serviced in the ambulance so yeah back in those early 2000s paparazzis were soulless they had nothing to lose and everything to gain so they definitely probably were all up in her fucking grill and it did probably um Probably messed up her her vision, her movement, you know, fucked her up mentally, made her all anxious and, you know, messes you up when you're trying to drive and do all that in those states. There are more laws now to stop this kind of thing. But like you said, paparazzi were more in your face and Mm -hmm. they pretty much were able to physically stop you and still make money off that. But when 
Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of California, he passed I, at least one law where it says if there's an altercation with a celebrity, they can't profit off those photos. And when I was reading articles about it, anytime like they would mention this law, it would specifically mention Lindsay Lohan. And I think the other one was Scarlett Johansson, but I didn't really look into hers. Oh, really? Yeah. Like to yeah. give an example of like how it's going crazy. And paparazzi are still out there, but you know, it's not as bad because these laws in California. Yeah, they still can get uh I, I've seen aggressive, but not as to the point as where they were doing not- the crazy shit that they were doing back in the day. Yeah, with the whole stalking, trespassing saying some fucked up questions and comments to get your reaction and take your picture and all they that. They can still do the comments. I was just seeing a TikTok. But I don't think they do it as bad. I was just seeing a TikTok and it was Selena Gomez and she was just walking and one of the paparazzi or paparazzo they say, Ooh. they're like looking kind of big there, Selena. <laughs> and it's mm. like, what? Like, you're such an asshole. And I think she even calls him an asshole. But oh, yeah, yeah, that motherfucker was really trying to get a reaction. Look at he did, though. Bitch. <laughs> so, back to Lindsay. 2006, one of Lindsay's last big movies, Georgia Rule, comes out, which I think that's like the only Lindsay Lohan movie I haven't really seen. Yeah, that's the one I've seen um, clips of, which I... here. <laughs> here's the problem. I was going to see Georgia... Well, you probably don't even care about this story. Keep going. <laughs> no, <laughs> you give up that fast, okay? <laughs> uh, well, she... basically, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, basically, you when you hear things about people having problems or troubles on the set, for some reason, for me, it takes away from the movie. So sometimes I don't want to see it, and I definitely remember because, like I said, back in the day, I used to be obsessed with the news. Uh, but I heard that there were problems and so-and-so didn't like Lindsay and Lindsay didn't like so-and-so. So when the movie came out, I was like, I don't want to watch these no chemistry having motherfuckers on the screen. <laughs> and they don't even like each other. Like they, they, they didn't even like each other behind the scenes. I don't want to watch this. So I didn't watch it. But That's it has funny. Jane Fonda and Felicity Huffman, I think, in it. Uh-huh. Which even though, yeah, she uh, definitely did some white collar crime, uh, Felicity. Uh, so those are two of my favorite actresses, too. Yeah, it has a good cast, but it I feel like people either love it or hate it. And at the and time And I think it flopped. Did it? It yes, it made way less than where I was expected, but mm-hmm. I mean it made its money back. Yeah. That's but what the studio cares about. <laughs> Lindsay's reported late to set a lot. And then one day she does not even show. She later tells production that she was hospitalized for heat exhaustion. And we'll be missing work for the next day as well. Mm. This does not fly over too well with James Robinson, producer of the movie. He sends a letter to Lindsay and it somehow gets leaked. Pretty much in the letter, he's saying no one is buying the heat exhaustion its use and says that she has claimed illness for her being late. And everyone knows that she is lying. And if she does not show up the next day on time and every day after that on time, they would fire her and seek out monetary damages. Um, somebody on the studio side definitely leaked that. They said, we want to show you that Lindsay is not in our good favor. I mean, the producers could have leaked it. I mean, this is speculation. 
because Deuces, I mean, it got her writers, to work. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who didn't like her and her antics, they leaked that because not only do they want to embarrass her, they want to put her out on Front Street. Like, yeah, we're just trying to do this movie. She's not even showing up. She's lying to us. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So Robinson is later asked about the letter and he says he doesn't know how it was leaked, but it served its purpose, which, okay, Lindsay was 100% of the volunteer. She is going out every night and the paparazzi is out there taking her picture. So when she is late to work or not even showing up, everyone can see one plus one equals two. Like, come on, like, you know, if she's out at late at night and she's late, they're going to put that together. Yeah. And when Lindsay doesn't show up to work, she is costing the production team money. That is leaving the crew and her fellow co-stars just standing around. Makeup artists, camera people, all getting paid, and they can't work. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being important like that, like, or or being so, like, I mean, I know she was going through something, or she, she needed to get her shit together, but uh, I, I could not think about being that selfish, be like, yeah, I'm just, just not showing up on set today. <laughs> Work. You ain't got no scenes? No, I got plenty of scenes. I'm just not going on set today. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. But then I was thinking you're a 20-year-old girl, and you're pretty much, let's put it in our phrase, it's just a no-call, no-show. You're not going into work. You're sick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, when you're 20, not to excuse her, because like I said, she isn't wrong, but I'm sure you've done that before, <laughs> where you've not, you know, except the whole production's not relying on you yeah it's just a lot of responsibility for someone so young i feel like yes and like yeah we'll, we'll just say yes but yeah she still needed to get her shit together yes i agree completely so the partying ways catch up to Lindsay. she's not even 21 yet there are some rumors that she's going out partying with her mom dina which they have both denied that time and time again but there has been some reports of them being turned away from nightclubs because Lindsay was too young. So you can come up with your own conclusion there. And I always thought, I always wondered how she was getting into those nightclubs too, when she was young and everything, when she was going out and stuff. I was like, are, are they disregarding her age? Are they younger than 21? Cl-? Like, I didn't know what the business is. She's just famous. So it's okay. I, and we're yes. supposed to think she ain't indulging in anything. Sometimes it was nightclubs, and then sometimes it would just be like she was at a restaurant with her mom, and they're saying, Ooh, "Oh, the she was drinking restaurant. there." Yeah. So December two thousand six, Lindsay's publicist says Lindsay is starting to go to AA meetings, uh. and in January two thousand seven, Lindsay goes to rehab for the first time. Damn, they're so young. Exactly. May 26, 2007, 20-year-old Lindsay Lohan is driving with two people in her car, and it's 5.30 in the morning, and she crashes into a curb. There's also cocaine found in the car. Uh The police say it was not on Lindsay, but later Lindsay would confess when she did interviews with Oprah to using cocaine so that she could drink more and it's five in the morning and she's still intoxicated. I know damn well. This was one of those times Lindsay was using Coke. Oh no, <laughs> you know, damn well. <laughs> I know. 
I mean, if she did it the right way, don't don't confess to the police. Confess to Oprah. <laughs> is that so, coke, is that coke yours, Miss Lohan? Absolutely fucking not. Now, Miss Oprah, I have been wrong. I have been known to use coke back in the day. I'll do the same thing. But so, dang, I didn't know that's what that. I mean, I didn't know that that was. Well, I haven't really done coke, <laughs> but I didn't know that's what you do it for to keep drinking. I mean, you can because it like it's a stimu- so tedious. <laughs> it's a stimulant, so it like boosts you up. So instead of feeling, you know, when you drink a lot and you get that tired feeling, or you yeah, just the pass out the table. Okay, so it just keeps you up because it keeps the you up and you hyper. Uh huh. You're up All and you're right. up and you stuck. Yeah. All right, now just say no, kids. <laughs> so after the arrest, two days later, she checks into rehab. June fourteenth, two thousand seven. Lindsay is sued for the 2005 crash. The lawsuit claims Lindsay had been drinking before the crash at a restaurant. And again, I didn't see the outcome of this one. Uh-huh. July 14, 2007. Lindsay has completed yeah. 45 days of rehab treatment. So she spends her 21st birthday in rehab. When she gets out, she does what any freshly sober person would do. Goes to a party at a nightclub. Oh, damn. I didn't know if you were going to take the real route or the sarcastic route, but I see. Oh, no. 45 days, girl. You just had it. Yeah. This is that roller coaster of 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 just trauma and not the best childhood and coping and young millionaire status all in fucking one. This right here is where I feel bad for Lindsay. I feel most of the time when a celebrity goes to rehab, they're doing it for damage control. But she really needed it. Yeah. Why I think that was a little bit of what was going on with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was entirely the case. She was young and girls just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. I think I can relate to her a lot. She wants to get better, but she's also probably suffering from FOMO. Her friends are going out. There really isn't that person to tell her no. I remember being like her where it's like, okay, I'm going to go out, but I'm not going to drink. But then you're surrounded by drinking and partying and you will eventually give in and have a sip, then a shot, Mm -hmm. and then maybe a mixed drink and then maybe one more shot. And then you want to try to slow down and have some wine. And the next thing you know, you wake up and your head is pounding and you're late to work. Say it, brother. (laughs) So while Lindsay is able to stay sober that night, Two weeks later, she is not, and she is pulled over with drugs, while intoxicated, and having coke in her pocket. And boy, is that one a story. Damn. Lindsay's assistant quits after getting into a, it with Lindsay. Okay. Lindsay's at a house party, and her assistant's mom comes to pick her up. The assistant doesn't end up leaving with her mom, but actually with her boyfriend. All right. And when Lindsay sees her pulling off, Lindsay hops into a car, not belonging to her, but a man named Dante. And for some reason, Dante and two other guys are in the backseat of the car, which is weird. And there's not really a reason why they're just hanging out back there, but whatever. Is Lindsay driving? When she hops into this car, she hops into the driver's seat? He hops into the driver's seat and starts chasing her assistant down. And Dante's like, whoa, my car, and man. Dante's in the back seat of the car with two other guys. Okay. And Lindsay starts taking off. Oh, all right. Recipe so for disaster. One of the guys jumps out of the car Lindsay's driving and claims Lindsay ran over his foot. 
But that doesn't stop Lindsay. She gets up to around 100 miles an hour chasing the assistant. But when she loses the assistant, she thinks that she's going to go to her home. So she ends up going to the assistant's house. And her mom is pulling into the house. Lindsay thinks that the assistant's in that car. So she starts chasing the mom. And the mom doesn't know what's happening. So she just thinks a man is chasing her. So she calls 911. Oh my gosh. So going 100 miles an hour, chasing the mom. The mom's on the phone saying, a man jumped out of the SUV. He's chasing me. I don't know why. And so Lindsay gets pulled over, mates bail, and goes back to rehab. That is a whole clusterfuck. Yes. First of all, Dante, why the fuck is why, why, why are you in the back seat of a car that is yours, but somebody is still able to jump into the car okay, at a I house party? It. Like at the a only house thing party. I could think of is maybe they, they were, were doing drugs in the yeah, back. That's, that's, that's 100% what they Speculation. were doing. <laughs> I mean, we know. Um, <laughs> number two, old dude who jumps out. How the fuck are you gonna get mad at me that your foot got ran over when you jumped out? <laughs> You it's a high speed chase. You should have got out way sooner. I didn't know where your foot was. I just tried to kill my assistant. That's all I'm focused on. Yes. And so 100 miles per hour, not technically a stolen vehicle, but not a vehicle she had permission. That is either. definitely Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I don't care if I'm hot boxing or not. You cannot just be jumping in my car and stealing it with me in it. Well, I'd rather I'd be out in of it. fucking but control. Still. She was. And what's so crazy is that you know she's out of control because Lindsay, what the fuck was you going to do if you caught her? What was you about to do? <laughs> she quit. What are you about to do? Yes. And is she just like, you know, so drunk, so coked out that she's not she, thinking straight? Yeah, she was She was off on them drugs. I The, the drinks do not make you run fast to chase people. <laughs> But, but oh my she God. does yeah, the rehab. She, yeah, she was in a she was in a bad place. And another thing is that um, back to a point that you made earlier that uh, you said um, when she first went to rehab, how some people use it as like an image cleanser, but we don't think it. You don't think it was totally like that for Lindsay. The reason why I would think that too is because she's only, when she first goes, she's twenty years old. Even if you want to cleanse your image, you don't want to put your daughter, your client, your anything into a rehab so early um, unless you think it's like one of those life-threatening things. Like they're not even supposed to be consuming alcohol. So if they're consuming alcohol to this high uh, amount to the point where you think they need help and they're not legal, uh, you feel like putting them in rehab would not only help their image, but you actually slow your person whoever that is, daughter, client, it will slow your person down. You would do it because you think it's like a, a big, it's like a last resort. Yeah. So you're saying like, like she it, needed it marks it. her. Yeah. Yeah. July 27th, Lindsay Lohan's movie. I know who kills me flops. This oh, yeah, was the nail in the coffin for Lindsay. She could be an alcoholic. She can be late, but when she is no longer a star that is bringing in people, that's the final straw for the studios. Damn. August 14th, 2007, 
Lindsay gets sued by a person that was in Tracy Peck's car. So Tracy Peck was the mother of the assistant. So I guess she had a passenger. And it's for like emotional distress. Not even the mom sued? No. <laughs> I, I don't know if she did later. Like, I got chased. Um, The people in the car ended up suing too. And I didn't see what happened to that. I know the guy whose foot got ran over sued. <laughs> August 23rd, 2007. Lindsay is charged with seven misdemeanor counts. She reaches a plea deal, one day in jail, which she serves 84 minutes. I remember that too. Community (laughs) service, go to drug treatment program, is put on 36 months probation, 18th month alcohol program, three days coroner program, and she has to visit a morgue and talk to victims of drunk driving. They like threw the soft book at her. Like, they didn't throw any hard time, but they threw a lot of programs at her. Yes. October 5th, 2007. Lindsay leaves rehab. December 2007. Lindsay is seen in Italy drinking from a champagne bottle. Man, 2007 was not her year. Yeah, this is mostly all 2007. Yeah. Lindsay is trying to make a comeback. She's going... On all the talk shows, she's rumored to be in talks with this movie, that movie, this project, but nothing's really ever coming out of it. She starts a clothing line. I don't think anyone really heard of that. I didn't. She's dating Samantha Ronson, which I'm not really going to go into it, but she dated her. People lost their minds that she was with a woman. Man, we ain't going into her LL phase, her no, lesbian I mean, low hand phase. It's... That's pretty much it. Like, that was it. I tried to did. There's, you know, you have photos of them arguing. Everyone argues. There's not much there. Yeah. Okay. Before we move on, some things I have not mentioned were her beefs, which I will briefly get into. Her and Hillary Duff had a feud when they were younger. Duff dated Aaron Carter. He allegedly left Duff and went to Lindsay, so they traded Back and forth jabs, perhaps since made up. Yes, because they both realized that they dodged a fucking bullet. <laughs> Another person that Lindsay has had a feud with is Paris Hilton. And yeah. That feud has lasted years. That's why, just real quick, I don't know if you're going to delve into the beef, but that's one of the reasons why Paris Hilton always asked. Uh, here's the thing. Paris Hilton was not treated right by the press and paparazzi sometimes as well. Did she deserve it sometimes? Yes. But that's why sometimes my sympathy for her is very limited, whereas mine for Lindsay Lohan is not. Because Paris Hilton aided in a lot of uh, hard times and kind of in in that bullying, like she kind of bullied a little bit uh, Lindsay, I think. She was a mean girl. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think she she was a mean girl. And uh, that's why I feel like sometimes when she tries to get her her justice on how she was treated back in the day, I agree with her. But then sometimes I'm like, you kind of brought some stuff on yourself. You were doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So with Lindsay Lohan, I don't I didn't really. And back in the day when she was really getting hammered. Uh, in the press, you didn't really see her bullying anything. What you saw her is coping. You, what we know now, she was really just trying to treat herself in, unfortunately, the worst ways possible. But what she knew 
from, I'm guessing, uh, the celebrity culture, her family and all that other stuff. But yeah, I, I see them on different wavelengths. I do too. I think I like you. I know she has herself Paris Hilton, but still, anytime I see her, like it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And reading about reading about the feud, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. fuck Paris. And I'm like, this has been years ago. (laughs) Like I can't end up getting mad now. And (laughs) and to be fair, they were young. And I definitely remember how, I mean, how we still are in our early 20s. Uh, we were very much petty and a little bit more vicious with our words, but now we're vicious with our words with purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so early 2005 and 2006, they were best friends and party goers. Then in May, 2006, Paris is with Brandon Davis, some rich kid. And he's throwing off about Lindsay calling her a fire crotch saying she's oh, only yes. worth 7 million. So she's poor. She lives in a motel. Mm-hmm. And you know, paparazzi are the one talking to them. And Paris is doing this over-the-top laugh. You know, just say, it's so funny. Ha, 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 ha. Like, yes. you know, just laughing really loud and obnoxiously. Like, it wasn't no sort of, like, destroy Lindsay Lohan plan in place. Yeah. So, this seems to be what started it. Who really knows what started it all? It said that Lindsay was dating an ex of Paris's, but I saw that Maybe not. Maybe yes. Maybe. Then they said that Paris was dating Brandon Davis. So that doesn't make sense. Why would she be mad about an ex when she's dating someone new? So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They trade jabs. You know, Lindsay's asked about it. Um, She says, you know, something like, oh, I didn't see that video. I know Paris is good, is known for making videos talking about, you know, her sex tape. Uh, you got to get a jab in when you can. Yeah, girl. so it's like jab back and forth through the paparazzi, pretty much. Uh-huh. And then they are photographed leaving together along with Britney Spears and a picture dubbed the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Paris claims Lindsay chased them down and squeezed in the car, and Paris didn't want to humiliate her in front of the paparazzi. So lets her come along. And it this feud stretches out to 2019 when Paris is calling Lindsay lame and embarrassing. In 2019? 2019. Bruh, Paris, come your way us down. When Lindsay was asked about Paris, she said, who's that? And then she said- I don't know her, bitch. Yeah, she pretty much, I don't know her. And then she said she would pray for her. And they seem to have patched things up for now. So, honestly, I'm leaving out a lot of information about Lindsay. A lot of, you know, her every waking moment of her life was put out in the media. So, I know Mm -hmm. there's more things out there that I'm just not saying. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) But that is the feud in roughly, you know, very broken down. Yeah, we don't fuck with Paris. No. Team Lindsay all the way. So, back to the timeline. 2009, Lindsay gets another year probation for not doing her alcohol classes. 2010, Lindsay is now required to wear an alcohol bracelet. And honestly, there are so many failed tests for alcohol and drugs. Uh She mostly manages to stay out of trouble because she hires Sean Hawley as a lawyer. Ah, we know about Sean Hawley. Yes. (laughs) She steals a necklace, pleads no contest, paints fuck you on her nails. Some people believe she did it while in court, but... 
All her court appearances are televised. And honestly, as much as Lindsay Lohan's crying face is entertaining, I don't know why it was reported so much. I don't know why Sean Holly didn't argue to not have those fucking um, cases um, televised. I, I think there was a time when she tried. Cause, uh, well, you would hope so. Because what I'm seeing is that, okay, this is, you're in the 2009, you're in 2009 year, correct? Yeah, I just thought to 2010. Right. But she flopped her last big film, uh, I Know Who Killed Me, flopped in 2007. So it's like, She's not a bankable star anymore. She's uh, flopping. She's not bringing in what she used to, blah, da, 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 da. But she brings in plenty of eyes and clicks and commentary when she's getting photographed during the nightlife, her regular life, or when she's in trouble. So it's like, yeah, she's not making any money for the studios, but she's making these newspapers and these websites filthy fucking rich through her pain and her um what do you want to call it her descent into this whole i don't want to say criminal but you know when she's going through all this like theft and duis and not completing her probation classes and all this other stuff they get to videotape that uh take pictures of that harass her and they get to be rich by simultaneously calling her a flop Everyone's making money besides her, yeah. Yeah, basically, you shortened it, but yeah, that's so <laughs> fucked up, so fucked up. Um, with the jewelry thing, Lindsay at first said she didn't steal it. She's never been in the jewelry store. When they said, oh, she was in the jewelry store, she's on camera, she changed her story. The owner of the jewelry store changed her story, too. They said they had her on camera putting it in her purse. That was not true. Lindsay was wearing, you know, trying on jewelry. Mm-hmm. She took off most of them, uh, but she did not take off the necklace. She walked out with that. And Lindsay says that it was borrowed. They said they didn't let her borrow it. Lindsay says that a uh, assistant was supposed to return it. She did not know. And it, it just goes back and forth until Lindsay pleads no contest. Okay. Well, I'm glad it, it's been squared away, but I'm going to say this. Lindsay stole that necklace. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> she stole the fuck out of that necklace because I worked at, you know, a, a pawn shop where you try on jewelry and shit. And uh, let me tell you, some aunties have tried the whole slick slickity. <laughs> All right, I'm about to ha- Bitch, if you don't give me that fucking <laughs> ring on your finger or put this bitch in layaway. <laughs> you better get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she knew she had that thing on, but it, she didn't think she was going to get caught or she thought she could square it away faster. But yeah, she stole yeah. that shit. <laughs> <She> <laughs> stole All right. But anyway, no contest. Yeah. So 14 days is what Lindsay ends up spending in jail. And not until 2015 is she finally off probation. Damn. She and, had to go through some stuff, though. She kept fucking it up. No yeah. offense. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just no, true. she really did. And you can say, like, she wasn't learning her lesson, or you could say she was suffering from addiction because she was failing alcohol and drug tests. Yeah. And you, and what's going to, and what fucking sucks is that you'll have people on both sides, I mean, on, on two different sides saying, well, they should have punished her harder and just sentenced her to jail for a long time and said, forget the probation and the classes. And then you got other people saying, well, 
more than jail time, the, the the programs and the classes we provide are supposed to help you so you don't have to go to jail. So, but it's like, well, she wasn't doing the goddamn classes, sit her to jail, but she didn't want to jail because it wasn't gonna help her. She's a daddy. I'm sorry. And then say that. Lindsay's doing, I didn't do the classes because I was trying to work. I was trying to go to this festival. I had need to move around for my job. So, yeah, because act, actors, sometimes that you go from making a lot of money and when stuff starts to dry up, if you are living beyond your means, that, that stuff dries up fast. And Lindsay the whole time is trying to work. She's, and that's also why I don't think it was working for her because she's trying to just move on from it and she's not really putting into work. She's saying, I'm past this. I'm going you know, everyone's making a joke out of her. She's on the shows making jokes of herself too, saying, you know. Yeah. And that's why everyone was trying to root for her or make a joke out of her. Oh, she's in the joke too. But if she drinks again, you know, she's fucking up. So she does have a few movies, Liz and Dick, which was a Lifetime movie. People made fun of her acting. I remember <laughs> me and you used to go around saying, I'm bored. I'm so bored, like Lindsay Lohan. To be fair, we saw that trailer at the wrong time. It was hilarious. And that's all we saw was the trailer. Yeah, I was about to ask you, did you ever watch Listen, Dick? I think I might have. What was that other line that she said, too? Diamonds. I, I don't diamonds? Know if we, we, we might have diamonds. Made, we might have made that one up, though. I don't know if that's oh, yeah. quote. Because she had the, the accent she was putting on. We were just saying anything. Yeah, so we contributed it. Oh god damn. <laughs> to be fair though, we we're just messy. <laughs> um she was also in a movie called The Canyons, which was it actually went to theaters, but it was like one of those limited release ones. I'd have to revisit that for some reason. I can't recall that. The canyons. Who it was had, in it? It had Lindsay Lohan. The mm-hmm. porn star James Dean. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Never watched it. I don't think I ever had an interest. I think I watched it because it had Lindsay Lohan and Brett Easton Ellis, who American Psycho, he wrote American yeah. Psycho and Lesson Zero, one of my favorite authors. I think he did the screenplay, so I watched it. I don't really remember it though, but Lindsay was only paid a hundred dollars a day. So a very fall from grace. That that's just tragic. I think they was playing with my girl. A hundred dollars a day because a, a one and a half movie flops. She's getting paid a hundred dollars a day. That's kind of what I feel like. They I think that's some bullshit. One of her movies flopped, and then it's like Lindsay can never do just a B movie. She had that movie Labor Paints. It was supposed to be a. Uh, movie in a movie theater but they didn't think that she was bankable so they i think released it on abc family and Mm. that wasn't a bad movie it was like just a little funny romantic comedy thing yeah but they was playing with my girl a hundred dollars a day do you not know this is katie heron you were looking at (laughs) yeah so i think it's like she's not allowed to make uh a crappy movie which all the celebrities make Oh, 100%. Name a star. I could tell you their worst movie. Yeah. And her father, Michael, is again in prison for domestic violence, for, but with his new girlfriend. And he writes Lindsay a song. 
he has someone perform it. I forget who. He later releases a private phone call from Lindsay when Lindsay and her mom, Dina, were fighting. In the call, Lindsay says her mom, Dina, is on coke. Later, when Oprah asked Lindsay <sighs> about that, Lindsay's like, it wasn't true. She was just trying to hurt her mom. And Man. this is how I know her parents are really shitty parents, just because how much Lindsay defends them. She's it, she, uh-huh. When Oprah's like... Are you mad at your dad? She's like, no, I just know that it was something between my dad and my mom. And that's for them to work it. And Lindsay comes off very good on those interviews. I was just watching the clips on the YouTubes. And, you know, she's not blaming anyone, which I feel like she kind of can. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely want to watch these clips because, nah, my, I mean, Dina... I don't know. It's hard to judge Dina, even though she might be wrong because she's the parent who stayed. But Michael is shitty. Yes. I mean, Dina ain't no better. She enabled a lot of behavior. But Michael is shitty because not only do you keep getting into these domestic problems where you're hurting the people who you're supposed to love, but then you're just revealing so much of this personal information that all that does is just keep opening wounds and inviting vultures into your her life and your life for very limited amount of money. Money that is not going to stretch and 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 really survive. It's it's just pitiful. Michael's just and, really scummy to me. Yeah, he he's he's the fucking worst. He got lucky by hap, hap, by having DNA into a successful um good actress good looking daughter you won you won that genetic lottery and then you abused it and decided to not treat her like a child you treated her like a product i don't know you treated her like a robot she didn't have no feelings it didn't matter what you did or how long or how consistent you were in her life it was just about getting the money and when you don't have no money sell her story so you can get some more money and then um beat on your girlfriends and wives yeah, uh, Michael was just arrested this year. It's called rehab brokering, which I don't really understand what it is. It's He's referring addicts to a rehab, but somehow it's illegal, which I, I'm not 100% sure on it. I saw that it says that he was referring people to these, but I don't understand how it's not on the up and up like i guess because he was getting money for it sounds like another pasta business yeah you ask me <laughs> like it it sounds yeah it's almost legal like he might be doing it for a good thing but then when you look into it and then it's not fucking not almost legal <laughs> his fucking company name is this ain't a legal llc <laughs> um dina has been on family therapy i think yeah and i believe she was just released from prison for a drunk hit and run crash like i said the whole lohan family needs to invest in whatever states they in transportation because why are y'all still in fucking cars that yes y'all know y'all got problems y'all need to either put enough money aside for a car service or put enough side for a, a side account with Uber and Lyft. Y'all need to get y'all's asses out of the driver's seats. <laughs> yes. And stop fleeing crime scenes, bro. <laughs> y'all gotta stay in the cars. <laughs> you gotta stay. 
2014, Lindsay does her Oprah interview. She also has one season of reality show called Lindsay, which it helps her apologize for her previous actions, but it doesn't really revive her career. Uh. Lindsay moves out of the U.S. While away, she gets engaged to a Russian millionaire. They are in the Mykonos on the beach. And there is a video of them fighting on the beach over his phone. And he, he like kind of twists his arm, twists her arm to get his phone back. You can find the video on YouTube. And there's another video. They are on the balcony and Lindsay is crying. And she is saying that he can't keep strangling her, telling him to get out of her house. It's very Uh, unfortunate. And I feel if it was another celebrity other than Lindsay Lohan, it would have been a bigger story. But I do see some of the comments say she's on drugs. She's drunk. And it doesn't matter if she is or not on drugs or drunk. Like there's no proof in the videos. And she does end up leaving that relationship. Thank God. That sounds terrible. Not you being over her that you can't keep strangling me. And then. Yeah, it's, and those kind of relationships are tough because you honestly don't know what exactly is happening behind closed doors. But to already be going through so so much stuff publicly, and then you have a relationship, and people are catching y'all in bad fucking moments, it doesn't help your mental, and it doesn't help the relationship progress. In 2018, in a bizarre case, Lindsay Lohan goes on Instagram Live and talks about a homeless family she has met, and she wants to help. She goes up to them and says she wants to help them get a hotel room. She's like, tell me your story. And I'm not 100% sure how much they understand. It's a mom and a dad and two kids. She's speaking in English and another language or two. And she's saying, what do you need? Do you want a hotel room? Tell the cameras what you want. The family gets up. I think I remember this. I'm sorry. (laughs) The family gets up and Lindsay tells them, leave your stuff. It's dirty. I'll buy you a new one. And she's just like trying. It's like a blanket or something. She's trying to tell them, like, leave it. It's dirty. It's been on the you know, floor. And it probably is dirty if they're homeless. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. And they start walking away. And Lindsay is like, where are you guys going? My car is this way. And then it gets like blurry and it changes. And then Lindsay's like, these guys are trafficking kids. And she's saying stuff in another language and she goes to grab a kid and the mom either shoves or hits Lindsay in the face and Lindsay starts crying and the live ends yeah I definitely remember that that was like sad because I didn't know what the fuck was going on nor why Lindsay was doing anything that she did in that video but I definitely remember the 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 latter portion you described of her grabbing that child and then getting like pushed or punched yeah, that was crazy to watch it to know that that was fucking happening in real time. Yeah. From fucking Lindsay Lohan. I think Lindsay's heart was in the right place, but nothing else was. Like, I, I think I, maybe she had one singular thought in her brain is that she was going to help somebody and she was not in her right mind, but she just wanted to help somebody. Yeah, she painted that narrative of they need help. I'm going to help them. And she did that thing that everyone does. I guess for clout on inter- like the internet, like look at me, help these people. You know, we've seen thousands of stories of it. Like, you know, you record someone that's yeah. in a situation and you're like, Oh, let me help them. Um, yeah, never in my life. You will ever see me 
ever, ever record somebody giving money or record me giving somebody money. It's just so weird and dehumanizing. Yeah. And if you know how it feels to even not only not only you don't even have to know what it feels to be homeless, but what it feels like to live check to check and maybe not know that you have all the money that you need to survive. And for somebody to come up in your face with a camera and say, here, you want some money? Take this. Yeah. Give it, me all this shit with a big ass blinding light in your face. And you got to feel grateful because they're giving you something. But at the same time, you feel like no higher than an ant because of how dehumanizing it is that they're putting this. They, you don't know where people are sharing this and putting this out. You don't know what your information is being like you you don't want to be put out there like that publicly and good basically. deeds just shouldn't be publicized it should not be look at me look at all i'm doing yes if it's in good nature if if it's good intention you don't need the camera and nobody needs to see you should be able to just do it without any recognition because that's what you wanted to do and that's the type of person you are Lindsay later released a statement through a representative saying quote i've read the situation wrong i've learned from it and that's all i have to say so Hopefully, she's not on the streets again trying to abduct children. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't even know what to say statement. about that one. Yeah, it's the best statement she could have said because, uh, like I said, the clip don't look right. It it, it didn't it didn't make sense. No, Lindsay had an MTV show called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. She's pretty much a boss, <laughs> and people are competing for a job. And I honestly love that show. I. I watched it over and over again. And then I would go to my job because Lindsay always said on there, that's not the Lohan brand. That's not the Lohan brand. I would just go to my job and like, that's not on brand for us. It's not on brand. Of course you would do that. Um, it only lasted one season. Apparent, this is alleged. I don't know if it's true or not. They wanted more drama on there. They wanted more Lindsay. Because, I mean, she's in it for like maybe five minutes per episode. Yeah, because she's just the brand, but she ain't the she ain't the main cast member. Yeah, so it nothing came of it after that one season. She went on The Mass Singer Australia, was a judge on there, I believe, for one season. And now she has a Christmas Netflix show in the works. So hopefully, knock on wood, Lindsay's on the up and up. This is her year. There you go. <laughs> so Yeah, she's been through a fucking lot. Now that we have recapped Lindsay drama, do you think she can make a comeback? Um, absolutely. I think she came for her comeback at the right time. Um, she is a previously wronged um child star turned superstar who was kind of unfairly judged under the microscope of her being a child star and her dealing with her um, addictions and all that under the public eye. And she came at the right time because the whole free Britney situation is coming to a conclusion slash blooming in slash whatever you want to call it, because everybody's been on this whole free Britney from her. How do you want to say it? what conservation? Cons- I can't say it now. You said it wrong too many times. You said that last time. I hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do. You, you just have to let me think of the word. Um, yeah, I'm trying to free her from that. So, and then, you know, everybody's pointing out the fact that all these nasty ass, old ass, late night uh, hosts and all these other um, 
talk show hosts treated these women badly. And we know Lindsay Lohan can act. We know she has talent. So if she she does a decent uh, if she does a decent um, job acting, that's all that matters. She'll, everybody will think it's a success. They'll write it up. Everybody will stream it. It'll be great. That's all she has to do. Put forth yes. the best acting performance she can. Everybody's already on her side. She'll get more people on her side. And we call that a success. Rolling in more roles, getting more uh, buzz to her name. She'll be back on the big screen. Bitch, we'll see her on HBO Max in no time. I know I'll watch anything Lindsay's in. Um, speaking of Britney, they were partying around the same time. Britney, mm-hmm. unfortunately, was seen as a joke early on, the same time Lindsay was. So I do think there is that comeback. I think Brittany has lost sympathy because of the situation she was in. Mm-hmm. And according to Michael Lohan, so I don't know how credible it is, the woman who told Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, who became her business manager, Luann Taylor. Yeah. Michael said that Luann tried to tell Michael to do that to Lindsay. Yeah, but that wouldn't have worked. Here's the thing. Whereas we Jamie Spears has been painting as the painted as the bad guy. Um, he was seen as a successful business manager who actually made Britney money and who wasn't who didn't have a, a, a dozen fucking crime sprees. Michael Lohan trying to get control over Lindsay Lohan's account. They'd be like, bitch, it's the same thing as Lindsay Lohan having control of her account. I don't think it would have ever been successful. I think he was just talking outside of his ass. <laughs> I, I do think that's true. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Jamie Spears wasn't really in Britney's life to begin with, so it could be kind of the same. Yeah, Brit- Jamie was been. all about making that money, too. He had some yeah. successful daughters, put them out on the stage. And just profited on him. He just didn't go to jail like Michael all those times. Yep. So let's manifest Lindsay coming back. I think out of all the people we covered, most of them are scum. There have been a few like Monique who we can say and our stars difficult to work with episode where we could say like they can make a comeback. But Lindsay's probably the one I'm rooting for the most. Of course. I'm rooting for everybody black. (laughs) (laughs) i love it but yeah i'm rooting for Lindsay lohan too um like i said uh she's changed herself her life around she's on track you know she's engaged she's she's got she's got good things on the horizon i think because she's probably kept it out of the public eye and has been mostly getting herself healthy i feel like i can only be optimistic for her relationship and her job success I think, like I said before, if this uh, this movie goes good, I think she'll she'll be getting there in no time because she really didn't deserve such harsh car tykes as she did. And if we go back to some of these dudes, some of these party animal dudes who was doing all the same things that Lindsay and Brittany and Paris were doing back in the day, they made some shitty movies and they're still making shitty That's, movies. Yeah, it's never, you know, oh, this guy was partying out all late at night and it's always about the women. It's always about, mm-hmm. which you don't see it nowadays, but a woman getting out of the car and you can see up her skirt. It's like, maybe you don't fucking put a camera up her skirt to take a picture of it. Yeah, you're hoping that it has something revealing or she doesn't have something at all or that she she's not conscious of you being a pervert. Yeah, like, 
I don't know if that law's changed, but that should be illegal right there. Yeah, that's crazy as hell. That's how they had Brittany all out there. Mm-hmm. And her and her whole little kitty out. <laughs> but we do like to end every episode on a positive note with some form of media we want to talk about, recommend, or discuss. Would you like to go first? Oh, sure, oh sure. I didn't say on mic, but happy birthday, everyone. This is Katrina's birthday episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm old as fuck. Yep, basically, that's what it is. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, co-host Bestie. All right, so my piece of media is an old-ass show that I found uh, a long-ass time ago, and then uh, it got canceled, and nothing came of it. But a lot of the people who came off of the show ended up, you know, becoming famous in their own right. So it was this show called The Class. It was back in 2006, I think. And it had, um, let's see, Jason Ritter, who is John Ritter's son, if you don't know. And he's been in some other stuff himself. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, who's in a ton of stuff, but you might know as Janice Ian. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Oh, for Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All connects. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's why when I when I heard you doing Lindsay, it was funny. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who most know as uh, Mitch from Modern Family. Uh, John Bernthal. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But John Bernthal, who's uh, the action dude in almost all the fucking movies you could think of. I think he, he played the Punisher recently. He was in that new Angelina Jolie movie on HBO Max which was a good-ass movie, low-key, and a couple other people. But basically, the class was about uh, this dude, Jason Ritter, getting his old third-grade class together in a reunion so he could propose to his girlfriend because that's where they met originally in third grade, and it was supposed to be romantic. But she ends up turning him down and all that. And it's just about how once he reintroduces his old third-grade class back into all of their lives, how they get intertwined and uh, couples that used to date, people are interested in each other, new flings and whatever. Um, I just liked it because I recognized a few people in it, like Jason Ritter and Lizzie Kaplan, and just kept watching it. And I was very disappointed when it got canceled. But then when you find out that Lizzie Kaplan goes on to do like True Blood and Party Down and all her other movies, and then you have um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who eventually like in a year or two later gets fucking Modern Family, and you like, well, would those things would have happened? Or John becoming the extra star? Would those things would have happened if the class kept going? No. Yes, yeah, sometimes it just wasn't made to be. Yeah, so I like the the show because it was a nice little funny, cute, corny show that ended up birthing all these actors that I know in different ways because I feel like it got canceled. And I thought it was just funny. So I just want to mention the class. That's Interesting. It. <laughs> Does it have a good ending with just being one season or is it like a cliffhanger it's a fucking cliffhanger can never watch it oh i hate that i know i hate it too hate that so much so what is your oh yeah yeah so yeah so what is your media sir okay my media for this week is going to be the book called such a fun age by i think it's kylie reed and that's it. kylie jenner no <laughs> Um, so what it's about is 
Amira, I think that's how you pronounce her name, a 25-year-old woman, and she's about to kicked off of her parents' health insurance. Mm. And she's a Black woman, and that's important to the story. And I know it is. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for all these ad-libs. <laughs> and she works as, pretty much she's just a babysitter for a woman named Alex. And mm-hmm. one night, she needs to go to pretty much get the kid out the house and go like kill some time so she goes to a store and she's a black woman the child is white and some woman who's at the store tells security guard hey i think she kidnapped that little girl like she's with the white girl oh damn so you know it's very modern times like you have barbecue beckies and all that out there and it's pretty much the fallout of what happens like you know, you can't just be black in America, pretty much. Uh-huh. And so she's one of the main characters, Amira. But then you have Alex, who's one of the main characters. And she's the boss, you know, Amira's boss. She's the mother of the child. And her, she comes from a nice place. You know, she means well. But she's one of those people who wants Amira to know that she's not a racist, that she can be friends with her that she's one of the good ones. Like she would never do that. And it gets Mm. very fringy because she means well. And I actually really like the character of Alex, but I don't, it's one of those conversation pieces. Like is Alex doing too much here? Like one, she's the boss. She does not have to be her friend Two, you know, you don't have to go this far to showing like, you know, that you're with them. You don't have to, Treat them, treat us like people. <laughs> yeah, like it, it doesn't have to be like I feel like people do that subconsciously because they want to be liked. Um of I all I think of is like superstore when it's like, can you tell Justine to stop using the black voice whenever she talks to black people? <laughs> and <laughs> I really like the character of Alex though, and it's especially nowadays where you have like kind of like a woke Olympics of, oh, I know what's going on. I'm, you know, I know it all. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other main character, which he's kind of connected to Alex, but he's a white man and he videotapes the whole thing of. The misunderstanding. Know, yeah. The misunderstanding. So it's all pretty much that fallout and how they all deal with it. Uh-uh-uh. Bitch, if there ain't no Amber Alert, let me and my white baby go. Yeah. And I didn't really like the ending of the book when I first finished it. And I I think I rated it like two stars. And then the more I sat with it and thought about it, I liked it more. Oh, my gosh. And then that author is sitting up at bed. I mean, sitting up (laughs) in bed at night thinking of your fucking two, your funky two star review. (laughs) Thinking, I wonder if he just didn't sit with it more. (laughs) (laughs) Did he not digest this enough? I, I think he he wrote that review too hasty. I think he needed <laughs> another year or two for that review. <laughs> and you never updated it, did you? I I did update it. I updated it this week. Oh, you heartless bastard! You waited till this week. But it's still only a four star, <laughs> and it's Dang. not it's not a book that anyone has any character growth. I feel like when people read books, they always want like a huge change in it it's just something happened this is how the people reacted this is their situation it's 
She trying to leave room for her sequel. Or, no, I think <laughs> I think that's why I like it though, because you don't always need character growth. People don't grow. Sometimes it's just how it is. I know. I'm sitting here looking at one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I grow all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add? Uh, yes, uh, since it's my birthday, I'm about to indulge in my other guilty pleasure, which is um, watching Superstar. Ew. I love Superstar. My family used to quote that all the time. Yeah, it's a good one. Go drink a bottle of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite's when she slammed a door multiple times. You're horrible. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And all her fucking monologues. That one monologue in front of the priest. <laughs> I'm gonna see the world and the world's gonna see me. Baby. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. I might have to watch it too. Oh, all um, right. Well, yeah, that's all. But this is now 2022, our first episode of the year. Mm-hmm. Not really season two, because we're not gonna do seasons, but it kind of is. So good for you guys for listening and being there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I mean really you're a part of something great so you should be thanking us but yeah we 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 thank you as well and you know how you can thank us and you know what you can get katrina for her birthday five star reviews Mm. yum 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 eat them up just do it just do it if if you have listened to more than three episodes of this podcast i think you kind of owe it to us Mm -hmm. i mean even if it's hate listens i mean i think you we've hooked you yeah, you're hooked. Sorry, but it's great talking to you guys. Oh, Missed it so much. I, I, I've just been talking to my cats that we haven't been recording, telling them about all these celebrities doing horrible things. Yeah, I was like, Jose, are we coming back this week? No, this week, no. He said, we're never <laughs> fucking coming back. I postponed Christmas. You postponed New Year's. So let's just get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you guys so much for listening. The listens actually have been increasing, which I was very surprised during the break. I thought you guys were all going to be like, all right, listen to shit. But you guys did it. You guys made us want to come back. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to reach out to us, though, there's our Instagram at Save Your Sorry. There's our Twitter at Save Your Sorry, but the your is spelled you are. There's mm. our Gmail where you can write us an email and tell us what you think about Lindsay, about Paris, about your media that you want to share, anything. That's Save Your Sorry at gmail.com. There is our cash app, dollar sign Save Your Sorry. And then Katrina just bought a new mic. Jose needs a new mic. Jose needs new headphones. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you can hear my sister in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I hit all of them, but please, really, rate us five stars. If don't, then just don't come back. Don't even listen. Bye. No. (laughs) You can still listen. Come back, please, baby. Please, baby. (laughs) But think about it. Think about rating us five stars at least. Manifest that for us. Thank you so much. Um, It's been wonderful. Next week, we'll have probably someone we're shit on more. This week has been a nice one. It's been, we're easing you guys into it. We're Uh in defense of Lindsay. And hopefully this year, I have some goals for our 
podcast. I hope we start doing bonus episodes more. We have one about Grey's Anatomy. It got lost in the fire. Sure. And <laughs> it got lost in the fire. <laughs> and it's never going to be released. Mm-hmm. And one but, day we'll oh, tell you the story about that. Yes. Hopefully release we release more episodes. Hopefully we get our Patreon up and running. Hopefully we do some more things. I really want guests on here. If you ever want to reach be a guest. Yeah, all then, you gotta do is make a good case for yourself. And sometimes you don't even have to do that. No. And you know, send us an email, reach out to us. We might have you on. If I also another goal I would have for this podcast is being the guest on somewhere else. There's a bunch of indie podcasts I would want to be on. I'm not gonna name them because I'll be humiliated if I say their name and they're like, fuck you. I'm I don't want you on my podcast. <laughs> I see what you do. That's not our brand. <laughs> you guys can't even talk correctly. It's all how do you say this word? <laughs> but that's some goals. Do you have any goals before we wrap it up? Um, everything you say, you know, I'm all about putting myself out there more, expanding, learning, and the like, you know, we're we're always evolving. Yes. Uh I think that's it. We yeah. I, I just don't want to end it. Who knows with Katrina when we'll be back. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what you think of Lindsay. Let us know what you think of any of our cases. It's been wonderful. Bye. See us.